Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring The Lauren Goodwin Show. What's up, guys? How are you all doing? I'm having a great day so far. I already worked out. It's super hot outside. Um, so if you're going to work out, I would just suggest that you stay inside because <laughs> it's in Texas, it's like 99 degrees. I'm not kidding. How is it there, Amanda? Joining me is Amanda, my producer. Hello. It is, it's just as hot. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was outside very briefly today, and it's way too hot to deal with. It's a nice day to be on the beach, not just standing outside, walking around from the car to other places to do errands. But, yeah, it's just as hot. I think I think Texas and Florida might have a competition for who's hotter today. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Uh, have you seen that video where they fry the egg on the pavement? We could definitely do that in Texas right now. Yeah, and I think here in Miami, you might as well be able to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you know how many or what day we are in in quarantine. What day are what day is it, Amanda? It is day one hundred and forty-two <laughs> of quarantine. <laughs> Too long. Hear that? Too long. Day day one hundred and forty in quarantine. Like that is insane. But I'm thinking that eventually we're going to get to go outside. So very excited about that. Um, the only reason why I even know what today is, is because it's Wednesday and obviously the Lauren Goodwin shows on Wednesday with slam radio, but otherwise I would have no idea. Everything seems to be running together, but I have faith that this is coming to a close pretty soon. Uh, I just want to talk briefly about Brianna Taylor because I didn't say anything about that in the last episode. And it's something I feel really passionate about. She was an innocent girl who was killed in her own home by police and justice has still not been served. Her killers are still free. People are protesting in the streets everywhere all over the country and nothing has changed to this point. And I think a lot of times the public doesn't really know what we don't know, what we don't know, like what people don't tell us um, in government. So we don't know why they haven't been arrested. We don't know if there's a reason, is there a trial that's going to happen? So I think everybody's just, you know, upset at the fact that we don't know what's going to happen. They're not being arrested and there's no explanation whatsoever. Like there's pictures out there of the killers on the beach and it just doesn't seem very fair. So I'm standing with everybody else in the fact that I want the killers of Breonna Taylor to be, to be arrested and justice should be served. Well, we can go ahead and talk about this episode. If you don't know me personally, I'm Lauren Goodwin. A lot of people know me from the viral video where I caught the football with one hand against my brother at his at my other brother's graduation party. It was really exciting and a lot has blown up since then. I've been able to get a lot of opportunities. But in my free time I play basketball. <laughs> so I'm also a professional basketball player. Um, this season I'm actually still looking into where I'm gonna go. It's getting pretty dicey though. Like honestly a lot of people that I know, I just played a tournament in Vegas with about eight other girls who play overseas and none of them had signed anywhere. Cause it's just like, if we sign somewhere, we can't even fly there. Like international travel hasn't been lifted and it's getting real dicey. It's, it's scary to go overseas during a pandemic, but that's how we make our money. You know, we're, we're professional hoopers. So it's a weird time, but I don't want to risk anything. So I'll be letting you guys know in the next couple of weeks what I'm up to, where I end up signing. I've been looking into a few places, seeing if it's safe, you know, seeing if I can get a work visa. There's a ton that goes into it, but I am super excited for this coming season if I do play. I've been working out all summer, so super happy about that. But for today's episode, we always talk about 
we always go into the inspirational quote for today. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. The inspirational quote for today, we do one every week, is don't compromise yourself. You are all you've got. There's no yesterday, no tomorrow. It's all the same day by Janis Joplin. So this goes out to the women out there. I feel like we are strong in so many ways, so many overlooked ways, honestly. But things that have been created by women are beer, number one. That's like the man's drink. That's, you know, every weekend guys (laughs) are going out to get beer and who created it? Of course, a woman did. The irony in that. Wi-Fi, the web browser, those two things, you know, nobody can live, live without today. The hairbrush, I mean, I can't imagine what my hair would look like without a brush. <laughs> so that's super important. Um, coffee, you know, corporate America, everybody there is drinking, you know, working nine to five and they have to drink coffee every day. So a woman created coffee so that everybody can be focused to be inspirational for, you know, generations to come in whatever field that they're creating something for. Windshield wipers, chocolate chip cookies. And then the life raft. So I think this is super important because we've all seen the Titanic. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, what are, do you remember Rose and what's the guy's name? Do you know in the Titanic? Jack. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> yep. So they're sitting, they're sitting there on a one plank of wood and it's like one person's got to go. Like that vibe would not rock today. Like if we're sitting on there, sitting there on a plank of wood, it's so competitive in today's society. I'm pretty sure somebody would have to, somebody's going to kicked off that raft. And so it's really good. The life raft has been created today so that that doesn't happen. Um, so all the amazing things that women have done for the society and still a lot of them are overlooked on a daily basis. I just think it's so wild that we've even created life. Of course, nothing would happen without life. And women do that on a day-to-day basis having kids, bearing children. And then of course, when we have kids, we give our all to them. I'm not a mother yet, but eventually I will be. And I see how my mom and, you know, moms, once they have children, it's just like a whole different vibe that they give off. And I would say women in general, you know, we give our all to everybody around us. We would rather run ourselves thin by making sure everybody else's cups around us are full and we forget to fill our own cup. So we'll talk about the quote again. Don't compromise yourself. You're all you've got. There's no yesterday, no tomorrow. It's all the same day. And we've got to stop doing this, ladies. We've got to stop compromising ourselves and taking away from our own cup to help fill other people's around us because it should be a mutual exchange. Everybody should be winning in this situation. And so trying to, I just want to talk about trying to prove everybody wrong instead of proving ourselves right in this episode, because I feel like a lot of times we're so worried about you know, in every aspect of our life, we're having to prove ourselves. In athletics, when we do an interview for a job, when you try out for a play, when you're meeting somebody new, I just feel like at all times, we always have to prove something. Like, a lot of times, prove somebody wrong. But if that's not the, not the case, then we have to prove how great we are and how amazing we are. So in athletics, if you are going to a university and you're a freshman and you don't know anybody and you're trying to make the team, you're, you're trying to become a starter on the team. You know, what do you have to do? You have to show your very best every single day. You have to be able to show that you're a good teammate, that you're a good person, that you can get along with people, that you can do all the things that the coach wants you to do. It's like you're on a daily basis. That is being put in your brain that you have to show and prove everything that you can do. When you're in a job interview, and that's 
everybody. I think everybody at some point, no matter where you're at right now, has done a job interview or an interview for something. And if that's the case, then you're sitting there trying to show the best sides of yourself while hiding the worst. If they're saying, okay, why do you think you deserve to work at PepsiCo, Lauren? Because <laughs> this was me at one time when I was in college. I had an interview for a job with Gatorade and I'm sitting there shaking in my boots like, okay, what do I say? You know, like, okay, well, I really want this job. I mean, it pays really well. Nope. Can't say that. Cause then you're talking about money too early. It's like, there's a guideline that you, the things that you have to say. And this is, this is just, it goes into every aspect of our life. Like if you're trying out for a play at school, if you want to make the part, you're having to go against other people and show that you're the better candidate for the job. If you're meeting somebody new, if you're going on a date, a hundred percent, you're having to sit there and say, oh, hello, this is who I am. You know, they're, they're wanting to know about your past, about your exes, trying to get you to show, you know, the darkest sides of yourself. And then you're trying to, to hide those at the very beginning. And it's just, is a cycle. And I think the only place that in this society where that's not the case is church. So I, I highly suggest for those who have never been to church or have not accepted Christ as their savior to do so, or to just at least go get information about the church, look it up online. You can even watch church online right now. Um, a lot of churches aren't open at this time just due to COVID-19, but I think that's a super helpful way to feel accepted and not have to change who you are. They accept you for your shortcomings. A lot of churches, you have to find the right one for you. But I think that's really important, um, knowing who you, who you are in Christ. And, you know, it takes away from trying to prove yourself on a daily basis. But if you're constantly giving everything that you have to everyone around you, you know, job interviews, athletics, all the things that I talked about, and then it goes into even your personal life. So in a relationship that you're in, if you're dating somebody, you get in the habit of trying to prove your worth to them, trying to convince them that you're worthy of their love. And friendship, we try to prove how good of a friend that we are, show that we're worthy and loyal. Even with family members, it's like trying to be there for everybody, show that you can always be counted on. If they ever, if they ever need anybody, you're always going to be there because it's, you know, you're always told growing up, if you don't have anybody, you don't, you know, you have your family. And I've always stood by that. So that's the toughest one for me because at what point do you say no? Because if you say no, you're saying no to somebody that you really care about, like one of your family members. But enough is enough at some point. And we run ourselves thin in every aspect of our lives. It's just, it's really hard to be able to find a balance. Don't you agree, Amanda? It's, it's really hard to find a balance in giving to people and knowing when to, you know, when to put up that wall or when to find a boundary, especially with people that you care about. Yeah, a hundred percent. And especially when it comes to people you care about and people that you're close to, your friends, your family, that's a tough thing to go through because those are people that family, your family is who you've always been around because you've grown up with them. Friends are the people you let into your life and you chose them to be a part of your life. So at this point, it's when do I set these boundaries? How do I set these boundaries? Because you give so much to them and sometimes that giving on their behalf it's not there. You don't receive the same way you give. And, you know, sometimes you even find yourself in some situations, Lauren, I don't know if you feel the same way, but you eventually get into the habit of trying to prove yourself with strangers when their opinion doesn't even matter. But you find yourself in this habit because you're doing it with your family, with your friends, with significant other, 
you know, you start doing this and exhibiting this behavior with strangers as well. Yeah. And I would say that personally being competitive and athletic and just my story with transferring, you always feel like you have to prove yourself and show the best sides of yourself. And um, I think when we do this, we don't understand why our self-worth is not increasing. You're helping everybody. It feels good to help. It feels good to give, give, give to the people that you care about, but then it starts to become who you are. And that's really, really scary because nobody wants to be around somebody who's fake or, you know, who changes because if you're, if you're giving away all of your energy, you're not going to be the same person that you were before. You're not going to have that same aura, that same glow to you that brought people around you in the first place. When you start to do that for strangers, you start caring what they think. Then that's just like the ultimate, like you've got to take a step back and look at yourself and say, where did I go wrong? And create those boundaries for yourself. Because I'm here to tell you that running yourself thin is only hurting you in the end. Whenever you have to lay down at night and think about all the things that you've done for yourself, you have to be able to live with those decisions that you've made and the things that you've invested your time in. And people who have been in relationships or friendships for 10 years, and I see a lot of times friends are managers for other friends. That's really nice and great. But if you're not ever being poured back into, if you're not starting a business for yourself and doing that, say that the friendship ends, you know, and I would hate to hate for that to happen. But if that does end, then what do you have to show for it? Same thing for relationships. I see in a lot of marriages, there's one breadwinner and the woman is supposed to stand by her husband and give all that she can to help make him rise so that the family's financial situation rises. So as a, as a whole, the family is great, but then the woman is never fulfilled. And it's because she never has anything for herself, maybe a few hobbies or something like that, but nothing that makes her feel accomplished, nothing that she's put her time and energy into the same way that she's put into him. And so he becomes her identity because that's where all the work has been done and say that word to end. She's shattered. She has no self-worth. She doesn't even know where to start with her life because everything that has happened has gone into making him be this so that the family as a whole can be great. And that terrifies me. I'm just going to be honest. Like that is something that I will not do. And so I'm constantly always trying to find ways. And I'm not perfect at this or perfect in general at all, but I'm always trying to find ways to uplift myself and find ways to, you know, build a business or build my brand or, you know, I'm starting an LLC and just different things like that so that I can be hundred percent at my best self. And then I can find somebody else. I talked about this last week, hundred percent their best selves. And then it goes that way versus, you know, a lot of these relationships that we see day to day. Yeah. And we see like in these relationships, you see the women being so empathetic towards their significant other. And as women, we tend to be very empathetic, but we end up giving too much on most occasions. How do we stop ourselves from doing that? Because I see it time and time again with not just myself, but a lot of other people in their relationships. It's you give so much of yourself and you, again, don't look in the mirror and realize that your cup's not being filled the same way you're filling that other person's cup. Definitely. Great way to put that. And I don't ever want to say don't like stop being empathetic or because there's like two different types of women nowadays, you know, like (laughs) the ones that are out there and, you know, doing their own thing. And, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, trapping men and getting their money and that whole vibe. And then there's those that are still empathetic and want to help those around them and create a great family. And I think that's great. 
I think that society has changed a lot of views on things, but I think that's great to still have that old fashioned mindset and to want to want to help those around you and care about them and uplift them. But you've got to start focusing on yourself and blooming into who you are from the inside out. And that aura alone will be enough for everyone who really cares about you. You know, you're obviously going to be pouring into somebody else as they're pouring into you back and forth. But when it becomes draining and you haven't put up those boundaries, who you've become is not who you were at the beginning and who you saw yourself to be, who people loved you for that great energy that you have around everyone, you're laughing and excited about everything and you uplift people, that starts to go away the more that you pour into, pour all of you into other people and, and things that don't 100% serve you. And so you've just got to find that balance and find a way to make it an even balance between giving to yourself and giving to others. Absolutely. Even though I'm still young, like I'm not that old. I haven't had lots of experiences with friends. It's something that I see myself dealing with a lot with my friends and just in my friendships in general, where sometimes I have to take a step back and really analyze what that take relationship is, because I find myself being the kind of person I am. I'm very empathetic. And I always like to make sure that my friends are okay. And I like to be there for all my friends because I truly do care about them. But sometimes I'm not receiving the same way I'm giving and it does start to hurt you in the long run. And it's a toxic cycle that once these people realize that you're always there for them, they'll constantly allow this to happen and they won't fill your cup up because you're too busy filling theirs to realize that it's not that same give take relationship. Right. I definitely agree with that. And a lot of times people are thinking, you know, okay, well, I'm just going to be selfish. Like, I'm just going to put me first. And yes, put yourself first. Yes, you know, feel good about everything that you're doing. And yes, build yourself up. But, you know, there's that balance. And it's still, you still want to be a good person. And you still want to help people with their problems. But you've got to find that balance. You really do. And, you know, you talk about balance and boundaries. And that's so important when it comes to, these sort of give-take relationships, how do you start to create these boundaries and what do you do to sort of start creating these boundaries so that you can build yourself up and you can better yourself? I think the number one thing is to understand that the story's already been written for you by God. You know, everybody that you meet is for a reason. Whether that was a blessing or a lesson, they're in your life for a reason. And if they're supposed to be around in the end, then they're going to end up being around. Like, taking a step back and not trying to have a full grasp on everything and control everything is the first step and in that also just being comfortable in your own skin and that comes with building yourself up on a daily basis telling yourself having signs around your room that build you up writing down goals it comes with age as well like the older you get the more experiences that you've had the more that you can start to create those boundaries with me I would say, of course, experiences. So my younger self with friends, I treat them as an extension of my family. So I would right off the bat give 100% and go out of my way. And I never wanted to disappoint them. I never wanted them to think that, you know, I'm not a good friend because I wasn't there for something for them. And as we're at this whole episode, everything that it's about is, you know, taking away from pouring into yourself. And that's what I was doing. So I would stay, I would be staying up super late doing homework until two, three in the morning and then have to get up for workouts while they're still asleep because 
you know, some of my friends weren't in sports in college, but I'm doing all these things. Oh, I'm having this, this get together at my house. Do you want to come? And you're like, ah, you know, I have to get up at six, but you want to be a good friend and you're trying to make this balance. And it was never even, I don't even think it was understood by anybody who or how far I was going to try to be that great friend. And it just seems like a normal thing. You know, everybody else is there, but I had so many more things that I had to deal with. I was in, um, I was getting my master's. I was in school. I had a job, you know, I'm having to, you know, and then I have friends. I want to have a social life and then I'm trying to win a championship with my team. So there were so many things that I was balancing and it, it wasn't really understood. I don't even think, you know, to this day, this person, I don't even think she understands, you know, how much I would really go out of my way to make sure that I was there for everything all the time. But that was something that I learned from. And growing up now, I'm always like, I create goals for myself. So I say, this is what I want to do this week. This is what I want to do this month. This is what I want to do a year. This is what I want five years from now. And the way that I know if I'm not pouring into myself enough is if I've not reached those goals because of that reason because I'm not putting enough effort and energy into it based off of what I'm giving to other people. So if I'm out all the time or I'm spending time with, you know, other people or I'm talking all the time to somebody, but I have not accomplished what I'm supposed to be doing for that day. If I'm not doing the schoolwork that I'm supposed to be doing, you know, whatever it is that you have, then that's a problem because you should be able to accomplish your goals and incorporate your friends and everything that you want. If you know, that's what, is good for your life 100 percent. like i wish people understood that you know you can't always be readily available for them and just because you give yourself like that to them it's like you know it's like i said they get used to it it becomes a habit so they just continue to do so and they don't realize that you have so much else going on and so many other things going on in your life and they just sort of leech on to you and continue to use you and just sort of rely on you for so much yeah and i'd say if you're single unless you're married with kids, then especially if you're like in your teens, you have so much life to live. Your family's always going to be there. You've got to create boundaries there too. But with everyone else, I mean, every, everybody's there for, you know, every step of the way for whatever you want to accomplish. And, and you all can just be having fun and, and getting there without taking everything so serious, you know? And I would say ways again, that like I create boundaries is communication. Number one, I talk about, you know, if something, well, <laughs> I, I, the, I'm giving advice. Okay. I'm not perfect guys, but <laughs> nobody is. I mean, who is? <laughs> <laughs> right. But communication is everything. And I struggle with this a lot because if something bothers me and it really gets me to my core, I don't want somebody to know how much control that they have or how much power that they have that they can even get a rise out of me or get me angry. So I would rather brush it under the rug rather than communicating about it. So in this instance, like if I'm running myself thin and I feel like I'm giving a lot more than I'm getting back, the best thing to do is communicate because the longer you wait, the more it just grows inside of you and you're angry. They don't even know why, you know, this is with friends, family, um, relationships, anyone around you. They don't know why they don't, they can't read your mind. They're like, golly, you know, what's up with her energy this week? Why is she feeling that way? Well, it's because I'm giving way too much of myself and I don't feel appreciated and you don't understand how much I'm doing versus how much I'm getting. 
And so communicating that is the first step. And then you can decide. So I've communicated everything that I can. You should feel good about everything that you've said or done because now it's on the table. And what they take from that is how you judge what's going to happen in the future. So if they say, oh, you know, I can change this about, about myself or I can do better. Then it's like, okay, well, let's, let's be 50-50. Now, if they can't, then you know that's the boundary. That's where you, you create the boundary. You say, okay, I've told them exactly what I want. They're not changing. They seem, that means they don't care. Let's just be honest, right? So you don't care about what I'm telling you because you haven't changed or you haven't tried to make a change. So now you have to have less access to me. And that's the hardest thing to do when you really care about somebody, but you've got to cut that access. And um, let's go into, so the next thing that I do when I feel like, you know, somebody's overstepping boundaries or, or something of that nature, then I, I have to recharge. So this past week, I was in Vegas around a ton of people in a bubble-like environment, like 50 people. And we're just constantly around each other, eating together, outside together. We go to the games. We do all this stuff together. And I don't ever think I had a second to just recharge. And I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> I don't think that has anything to do with it. But um, like, I like to be in myself and just have time to myself, clear my mind, get that recharge moment, and then snap back and I can be back around people. But for that much time, I was like, golly, like, I have got to recharge. I got back home to Houston. And I've, I think for an entire day, I did not speak to anybody. I was in my room, you know, I did a little bit of work, but in all honesty, I didn't even work out. Like I came in here and I just cleared my mind. I laid around and I just got myself together so that I could be better for the people that I'm going to be around in the next few days. So I just took that time to myself. I recharge. I find a balance. Like I would say recharge is a part of that balance. Um, I find healthy habits, personal goals, as I talked about. And then overall, I would just say discernment, having discernment. So knowing what kind of people over time, you know, the more people you meet, the more you can understand, oh, oh, you know, recently I've met a ton of people. And so I've been able to say, okay, this is this type of person, this is this type of person. And, and you, you put them in categories, you know, you know, this is going to be a friend for life. This is going to be somebody who is, is going to be a business partner. This is somebody who, you know, maybe could possibly be, you know, a relationship and you've got to keep them where they're at. You've got to say, this is your cat. This is your, this is the category. And that's the boundary because this is where you're at in my life at this point. And a lot of us overstep that. So if you're really great friends with a person, but they're not the a best friend material, they're not somebody that you need to tell all your business to, you've got to keep them where they're at. Because you're going to be the one to end up getting hurt in the end. And that happens to a lot of us because we're thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, there's so much fun. I just want to hang out with them. And then something happens. You get screwed over and then it happens again. And you keep trying, trying and trying and trying to like put them on a pedestal or put them in another place. But everything's great down here where it was at, where you guys are just great friends and you just see each other out. But when you try to like, put people in different categories and mix and match. Like, I think that's also a big issue. So just knowing where people are at in your life and keeping them there. Creating boundaries. We discussed that, but then protecting your aura is knowing how much energy to put out into the universe every day. So my personality, I'm super happy and excited. Like things make me so excited. And I love that about myself. And I know I can, I can be a different way. I know there's a side of me that is not like that. 
and people who can make me like that or situations that can make me like that. It's not necessarily like you don't want to be around them because it's, you always need to grow and learn how to be a better person. But I try to avoid that and try to figure out why that happens and try to fix it because you are who you are. Everybody, you know, you, you can't be anyone else because everybody else is already taken. So protect your aura, protect who you are and that energy that you give off to people. That's so exciting. So we're going to go ahead and wrap everything up. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, we've got a few questions from people just through social media have asked us. Um, shout out Coach McCaleb and the football team at Howard W. Blake High School in Tampa. Thank you for supporting us and always listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And then here are some questions from people through social media. So the first is, if you could tell your 10-year-old self something to this day, what would it be and why? From Kiara Gonzalez from Dalhart, Texas. Well, sis, honestly, I would just replay this entire podcast to her. <laughs> I would say that, you know, protect your aura and create boundaries early. That's even at a young age. You know, some moms are out here putting credit in kids' names, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> and so being young, you know, you've got to start learning early how to say no and how to, you know, just say no. Like, nope, you know, that's not, you know, that's not in my best interest or nope, that's not good for this family or nope, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to be a basketball player or I don't want to, you know, be in band, you know, saying no to people. That's what I would say to my younger self. Yep, Next. I think yeah. I would say the same thing. Like, play this entire podcast for her and tell her, you keep going. You have a really bright future ahead of you. A lot of things you can never expect are going to come up. So just keep at it. Boom. Sweet and simple in fitness while balancing a life outside of sports. And I don't know. They didn't put a name, but it's from somebody from Austin, Texas. So I would say that, oh, this is from JC Rogers. I would say that staying motivated is really tough um, in situations like this, COVID-19, obviously. But if you plan out your day to the T and you know what you're going to do for that day, then nothing can come up and like mess up your schedule, right? So if you know you have a doctor's appointment at 10, you know you have weights at 1.30, you know you have this at this time, then you know like if you're going to work out, it's going to be at a certain time. And this is also those boundaries. So with friends, oh, can you hang out? No, no, no. I have stuff at this time, this time, and this time. And if you want to hang out at this the time in between, then that's fine. But I've got, then you, you're just so much more organized and you have everything laid out. And if you plan your day, it's so much easier to find a place to work out. So nothing ever comes up. You can work out in the morning. You can get it in at night. You can go running. Um, you can just do push-ups inside. So I stay motivated by just knowing what I'm going to do throughout my day and uh, balancing everything by just being super on it when it comes to my schedule. And last question. What advice would you give to someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? So what do you think, Amanda? Like if somebody wants to be in radio, what would you suggest for them? Honestly, I would suggest, obviously not everybody can kind of come down to Miami and be a part of Slam Radio. We have listeners all across the country, all across the world. I think it would be focus yourself on what you really want to do. If you can start a podcast, start it up get as much practice as you possibly can speak to whoever you can because the more practice you get in speaking the easier it gets for you to hop on a mic at any given moment you know there's been times where 
I'll be at an event and news stations come up to me and they put a microphone in my face. And if you would have done this to me my freshman year of high school, I probably would have been a little bit nervous. I would have gone camera shy, even though I'm very outspoken. But now as a senior with all the practice that I've gotten, and I think this goes the same for you, Lauren, is practice makes perfect. With all the practice and all the time that I've put into this, I've gone better at that and I'm able to hop on a mic in a moment's notice and talk about anything without any preparation really. And in this, you know, I think, like I said, it goes both ways, the same way as an athlete, you practice so that you can make that game winning shot with 0.7 seconds left is the same way that as a radio persona, you can hop on a mic, you can do anything at any given moment because you've practiced and you've made sure that you've put those goals first before anything else. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. Practice makes perfect. So if you want a career in anything, then you've got to start, you know, practicing now so that whenever you get your moment and your turn, that you're ready and you're comfortable and you're relaxed. And I'm not saying you're not going to be nervous in the time that you finally get to the place that you want to be, but you'll be prepared and you'll have confidence in yourself just from all the preparation. So if I had advice, um, for basketball, I would say that just stick to it. It's not something that's going to be overnight. Um, You're going to see results over months and years. Like a move that you've been working on for two years, you finally do in a game and you do it so well. And so did the T because you finally got that moment and you're in that exact situation that you have been preparing for. So I would just say, take it day by day, work out every single day um, in some way, even go for a walk if you're super you know, tired that day, but always staying consistent, persistent in whatever you want to do. And just staying dedicated to to the sport is going to give you an advantage because a lot of people take breaks and take days off and, you know, take a week off, go here, take a week off, go here. But if you're always working, it'll show eventually. So thank you. This is somebody, they also didn't put their name, but they're from the Bahamas. So that's exciting. Um, But we thank you guys for your questions. Um, We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Next week, we're going to talk about doing what's needed to get to where you want to be. So staying humble in the process, even if you you aren't where you want to be yet. And the quote is, do what you have to do until you can do what you want want to do by Oprah. Super dope. Can't wait to talk about that. But if you have any questions, go ahead and comment on any of my social media that you want to ask us. And we will go ahead and give you advice. It could be about anything. We'll go ahead and answer that. So thank you all for tuning in to the Lauren Goodwin Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Lauren Goodwin Show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.